name is Joseph and I'd like to welcome you to the Jesus Cast with Joseph M. This show is dedicated at teaching you the word of God to its fullest and increasing your faith and helping you find opportunities to serve the Lord. May you enjoy the sermon. Receive my greetings in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, we're going to be having our word today from the book of Matthew 26, and we'll be reading from verse 43 to 46, and it reads as follows. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them, went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of the sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Amen. Heavenly Father, this is your way. Speak it through me, God, in the best way possible. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, today we're going to be receiving this word, and I, I have titled this message, Resting in Chaos. And the reason why uh, I have entitled this word resting in chaos is because uh, I think as people, you know, we go through so much in life and we get tired of the things that we are challenged with. We get tired of going through so many things in life and, you know, you get tired of trying to win. You get tired of praying even, you know, and my understanding has always been that, you know, when you get tired, it is important to rest. It is important for you to come to a point where you allow yourself to rest. And mind you, resting is a godly thing. Resting is something that God has already created and he allows for it. And this we find in the book of Genesis chapter 1. The Bible says, you know, after he had created the heavens and the earth and everything that is in it, you know, after, in the, six, after the sixth day, on the seventh day, he decided that he should rest. And I feel that, you know, it is a... It, it from a personal point of view, from a personal perspective, God was teaching us that, yes, be busy, but get to a point where you actually take a break from all of that. Get to a point where you let go of everything that you're doing and you relax, you restore yourself, you get yourself back to factory settings. And this is what this message is going to be about today. This is what this message is going to deal with today. Because so many people have been caught up in the working that they haven't even given themselves time to rest. So many people have been caught up in trying to prove a point that they haven't given themselves the time to rest. Be it in your relationship, be it at work, be it in your business, you need to give yourself time to rest. When you go and read the book of Leviticus 25, an interesting thing, uh, you, you, you will discover it uh, if you read it by yourself, like the whole book, it's amazing how God created a Sabbath to rest. Okay, this is, uh, the Bible says that for every seven years, uh, there would be a period where slaves would be relieved from their duties to go and rest. So, people would also be forgiven of any debt that they would have. So that is, this is what now, what Leviticus introduces to you is that after 
seven, seven years, which would be the 50th year, they would have now a year of Jubilee. And in that year of Jubilee, every debt is forgotten. Every slave is released from their duties for that year. And it says that even the people who work, even in your business, you need to let your business stop operating for that period. And, well, obviously with that time being the time when, you know, farming was a big thing, farming when, when agriculture was a big deal, it was probably one of the most successful businesses that businesses at that time, one of the most successful employment, employment opportunities of the time. What would have happened is, is that even people who ran farms, they would have to stop trading for that period. And because they stopped trading, the Bible says that they would eat from the crops uh, that start now to come out based on crops that were planted in previous years. This allowed for them to actually take a break, to actually rest. It gave people who had debts a time to rest from own people. So if you've been paying someone on a monthly basis this time for the whole year, you knew that you had a break to not pay them. Some debts would even be forgiven completely so you wouldn't pay someone. And the great thing was, you know, this was an amazing time. And I feel that, you know, with the world having changed so much, the laws have changed so greatly that we do not have time to rest by ourselves. We do not even give ourselves enough time to rest. People go to work Monday to Friday, weekends you're busy with something else. You do not even have time for yourself. You do not even have time to take a break. And I'm just trying to encourage you today with this message that it's okay to rest. I know you're going through a lot and you're trying to cover this, you're trying to cover that. So you're trying to make as much money as possible, but it's okay to rest. It's okay to take a break from the busyness of life when you are tired. And I just want to give you like these two quick thoughts. As, I'm, as I was saying, it's okay to rest as, as a first thought. Okay. What the disciples understood in this very message that we read is this is our time to take a break. See, I can imagine what they've been going through. These people have been with Christ from the beginning up until this very moment. And this is towards the end. This is just about as he's about to be betrayed, as he's about to be handed over to the, his enemies, to the sinners, to the Pharisees, as he's about to be handed over to his death. I can imagine how the disciples have been feeling all this time. They've been working so hard, moving from one place to another, probably having sleepless nights, sleepless nights at most. And they've come to this point and now they are tired. See, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in this book, in Matthew 26, from verse 44, when you read from verse 36, it's an introduction to when Christ is praying at the mountain, at, I mean, at the garden in Gethsemane, and when he's praying there, and, you know, he takes uh, the sons of Zebedee and Peter, and he says, come with me, let us go there. So they come with him. But when they get there, they are tired, and he says to them, I'm feeling sorrowful. 
I think I need to go and pray. And he goes and prays the first time and he comes back and he finds them sleeping. And he wakes them up and he goes back again and he prays and he comes back again and he finds them sleeping. To an extent that at some point when he found them sleeping, he looks at them and he says, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, the flesh is tired. The flesh doesn't want to keep going because they are so tired that they are incapable of going on. And I think one of the greatest challenges in life is that when we get so tired in life because of our busyness, we end up getting ourselves in positions where we are depressed, where we are tired, and we can't do anything anymore. That we get to a point in our lives where our tiredness has taken over our lives. We even get to a point where we get sick. I've heard of people who would actually have headaches, who would actually be so tired that, you know, they fall into like complete depression. You'd get so sick that you'd end up in hospital because you just haven't been resting. Your body gives in. And you see this when Christ comes back the second, the, the second time and he finds himself sleeping and he says to them, you are still sleeping. And he finds them there and they're still sleeping because he can see even in their eyes when he wakes them up that their eyes are heavy, they're tired. And I don't know what situation has got you tired. But I'm encouraging you today that it's okay for you to rest. It's okay for you to take time out and rest. See, I've discovered that sometimes you even get so tired that sleeping is not even a solution anymore. That when you go to sleep and you, you wake up in the middle of the night and the things that are tiring you, the things that you're constantly thinking about, the things that are all over your mind, the things that constantly delaying you from taking a break they're in your head and you cannot even rest and so you wake up in the middle of the night and that's all you're thinking about and you can't go back to sleep I don't know what is it that's got you so tired I don't know what you're sick and tired of But I'm saying it's okay for you to rest, even in the chaos. It's okay for you to take a break, even when you feel like you're not getting where you're going. Because something else that I've discovered is when you're tired and you try and do things, they don't just they don't quite work out. See, I, I, I'm, 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 I don't like drinking energy things because I think I got to a point in my life where uh, during my varsity years where I saw people drinking them because uh, they feel like I need to drink this so that I can be able to stay awake and study. But I discovered that when the mind is tired, an energy drink wouldn't get it back up. So I never took chances with my sleep. I think people who knew me then would know that uh, I don't care how close I am to writing an exam, it could be tomorrow, but if I'm tired, and I mean like if I'm mentally tired, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to rest. Because there is no point in trying to stay awake and pushing yourself to the limit. Because your body will give in. 
and when it gives in, you will fall into all sorts of sicknesses and depressions. Another important point is, it's important to know when to rest. See, what God does is, he created this Sabbath, and he says, work throughout the week, but on the Sabbath, take time and rest, do nothing except praise me, except worship me. And I think this is very important for someone who is trying to do something, who is trying to build something in life, that work as much as you can in the six days, but create a schedule for yourself that allows you to know that on this specific day, I'm taking a break, I'm doing nothing. I'm gonna rest from the busyness of life. I'm gonna rest from every challenge that's killing me, that's hitting me hard. Resting is crucial in your life as a believer. But it's important to know when to rest. I think the disciples took this moment and rested. And I want you to get me. But this is just me. I'm thinking, at this very moment, they were so comfortable with being around Christ. And knowing that their faith needed to grow to a point where they trust him so much that even when they knew there was danger coming, it was okay for them to rest. That they got to a point where the troubles of the world did not bother them anymore because of the many miracles that they saw Christ doing. When you go back to the book of Matthew uh, chapter 8 and you get to verse 24, the Bible says that, you know, when the boat was being swayed by the winds and the waves, Christ was in the boat sleeping. And when he wakes up, he tells them that they have no faith. So I think that got into their heads and they figured, even in chaos, it's okay for us to rest because we know that the one who holds it, we know that the one whose our lives are in his hands, our shepherd, will always be with us, taking care of us. So they had the confidence when they got to the Garden of Gethsemane and they were there sleeping. They had the confidence that God has our back, that Christ has our back. So they were resting in Christ. They were resting in the confidence that Christ has our back. I think in a way this was like a prophecy in a way. Their actions were prophetic, I think. Let me tell you why. When you go and read Hebrews chapter 7, the Bible tells us about the rest. What Hebrews 7 tells us, I mean Hebrews 4, Hebrews 4, yes. When you read from the book of Hebrews 4, when you read from verse 7, you learn that 
the people in Israel could not enter the rest because they were disobedient to the word of God they were disobedient to his calling okay they did not believe enough they did not trust him enough so they could not enter the rest now, but he says that from verse 7 it says again he designated a certain day saying in David today after such a long time as it has been said today if you will hear his voice do not harden your heart for if Joshua had given them rest then he would not have afterward have spoken of another day there remains therefore a rest for the people of God for he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his listen here listen here the Bible in Hebrews tells us that the rest is today and whoever enters his rest has the confidence in him and has no fear of how life is going so they have no fear of resting because they know that they are resting in Christ and I believe that the disciples felt the same type of rest at that very moment they discovered this rest at that moment they discovered that it was okay to rest from the business of life, from the challenges of life, from the dangers of life. It was okay for them to take a break. So they rested in the chaos. And this is what Christ is inviting you to do today. Rest when you have to. See, the challenge with you not resting will bring about some of the most dangerous things for you okay one is you will miss out on God most people that do not rest they get so busy in life that they forget to pray that they don't read the word of God that they move away from God's presence completely when you look around you you realize that oh my god I haven't prayed in so many days I haven't even read the book in so many days I haven't given myself time to be with God. I haven't given myself time to fellowship with other believers. I haven't given myself time to listen to the preachings of, oh my God, the preachings of the pastors. I haven't given myself time to break bread with other believers because I have been caught up in my life challenges that I haven't given myself time to rest. You know when you rest that you have access to God. So it allows you to go and pray. When you rest, it allows you to go and worship God for what he has been doing in your life. When you rest, it allows you to recover. So another thing is, you need to rest so that you can recover. So that you can recover physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. You need to get back to normal. You need to get yourself back to a point where you are restored to factory settings. And I think that moment allowed the disciples to be restored. That moment allowed the disciples to get back on track. 
don't know what it is that you need to get out of, that you need to rest from. But I'm reminding you today that when you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have entered his rest. And when you have entered his rest, nothing else matters except for his kingdom. And when you have entered his rest, every challenge you know that you give it to him so you don't have to stress about it anymore. So you are resting. The Bible says, whoever is burdened should cast all their burdens to him. Why? Because burdens will tire you. And God is saying, I want you to rest. Christ is saying, I want you to rest. I want you to move away from the presence of heavy things, putting you down. Let me tell you this. The Bible says, Christ saw that their eyes were heavy. You know there are things that are weighing you out, that they are weighing you down, that Christ needs to take, but you're holding on to them. You're holding on to them because you think you can handle them by yourself. You're not taking them to the Father because you think you have the confidence to hold on to them by yourself and you can solve all the problems by yourself. But I'm encouraging you today that there is rest in Christ. Seek him while he can be found. Seek his rest while you still have a chance. Seek his presence while you still have a chance. Because when you're in him, it doesn't matter the challenges that you're facing. He will be there to carry them for you. Because when you're in him, you could be going through the most difficult period of your life. But because you know you have him, you have the confidence that the challenges are dealt with. See, the disciples knew that he was sorrowful. They knew that his spirit was down. But because they knew who he was, they had no problem sleeping. And sometimes because we don't know who God is, we stay awake trying to solve our own problems. We stay awake trying to fight our own battles. We stay awake running around to different places and different people and forgetting the Christ who saved us. I want to encourage you today that there is a rest in Christ. And when you find yourself in him, when you pray, when you commit your life to him in his hands, he will give you the rest that you need. I know you feel that you can do things by yourself. But I'm telling you, if you do them with Christ Jesus, your chances of succeeding multiply exponentially. Commit your life to Christ. Put your life in his hands. See what I was telling you about Matthew 8? is Christ was sleeping, but he was with them. 
And when he wakes up, he says to them, you have no faith. You're with me, but you're afraid. And that's what he's been trying to teach them from the beginning up until this day. And I feel that they got to the point where they got it. I believe that when they got to get some money, they had faith. When they were with him from the beginning, they did not believe. That's why you find them complaining about the winds and the waves, asking Christ if he does not care about them. That's why even after he has fed the 4,000 and they're left with one loaf, they find themselves complaining amongst themselves that they don't have enough bread. But they came to a point where they learned the lesson. And I want you to learn the lesson today. I want you to discover this lesson today. To know that because God is with you, then everything is, is solved. Then every challenge is defeated. That every chain is broken. And I hope that you hear this word. And I hope you have the confidence to rest in him as the disciples did. And I hope that you learn that you are always with him. The Bible says that God does not sleep nor slumber. So you can rest easy. You can sleep peacefully. He says he will never leave you nor forsake you. So, release yourself of the pain, release yourself of the stress. Rest even in your chaos, because you know he has conquered it all. He has never lost, and he never will. He wants that with you. He will win the battle that you're going through. Find the best way you can, but learn to rest in him. When things don't work out, go back to him and say, God, I'm tired. But I'm resting in you. I am trusting you. I am depending on you. Because the mistake we make is we depend so much on ourselves that we don't recognize the God who can do all things. We depend so much on our own abilities that we forget to call on him. We forget to call his name. Let me wrap up. God wants you to enter his rest. The Israelites might not have had the chance to do that, but you do. And the great thing about entering his rest is that he says it's today. Today, 
today, not tomorrow, not next week, not on the next Sabbath, not the next Sunday, today, Wednesday, but today. You might be listening to this podcast on Thursday, it's not today. You must be listening to it on Friday, today. You might be listening to it on Saturday, today. It's your chance to enter his rest. So if you have not received Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm giving you this moment to say this prayer with me, to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just give yourself time to commit your life in God's hands and surrender and say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you with my burdens, with everything that's weighing me down, with everything that's heavy on me. I am receiving you as my Lord and Savior. I believe that you died on the cross so that I may have life all the more abundantly. I confess with my mouth that you are my Lord and you are my Savior. And in you, I have found my rest. I repent from my sins and I will repent continuously until I have reached a point of pleasing you. But today, I want to be saved by you, Jesus. And I believe that you are a saving Christ and I am receiving your grace this very moment and your Holy Spirit this very moment in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have said that prayer, I want to welcome you to the kingdom where you find rest. Amen. Now let me just do a final prayer and then I'm going to be closing off. Heavenly Father, I believe that this way God has gotten to the right ears. I believe it has reached the right people, Father, today. I believe that, God, you preached it, God, through me in the best way possible, and that, God, there will be no misinterpretation of your word, God, from this message. That whoever is listening, God, understands it, Jehovah, according to how you want them to understand it, and that they receive it according to how you want them to receive it, Father. I pray for faith to be increased through this message, O Lord. I pray for confidence in you, God, to be received. I pray that they find your rest, Father God. I pray that every challenge that is weighing on them, that is heavy on them, Father, that is delaying them from reaching your presence, O oh Lord, is taken away to you today, God, by you, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray. Amen. Thank you very much for tuning in. Have a great week. Amen. with Joseph M. We hope you had a great time with us and that you enjoyed the sermon. Our prayer is that the way fulfills you, that it increases your faith as well as your desire to serve God. We love you and God loves you. For more messages like this, please subscribe to the podcast and turn on your notifications. Thank you and goodbye.